0: Welcome to the mr. Mike podcast wrong answers only no mr. D today but I'm flying solo and I spoiled myself with a nice poutine from La Belle Provence. not the orange julep and if you know I've been to Montreal you can see that big giant orange ball on the carry you know you're in Montreal so if you're ever in town stop off at the orange julep and if you don't know what I'm talking about it's not from here Just google it, Orange Julep Montreal, and you're going to see a nice big giant ball picture. Pretty damn cool. All right, let's do a wrong answers only tweet. What is the best way to pick out books at a bookstore? Wrong answers only. Stacy writes, set the place on fire and
1: buy what doesn't burn. How are you going to pay the cash if the cash is burnt <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Left brain mom one says throw a dart through the window of a bookstore. I thought she was going to say throw a dart. And see what randomly book you, you hit with it, you know?
0: Tie Eyes 197 says, research books you may enjoy before going to the store. Have a list of said books. Totally give up on the research. Turn to the list in a
1: paper airplane and throw it. Whatever it lands, that's the book you get. Or you knock over the shelf and whichever one is left standing you take. Not too bad. Tig Welder says, with a fishing pole. Tig has a gif of a woman acting it out. Dizzy writes, darts. Samira Alexander, toss three in the air and whichever you catch is the winner. There you go. Lori writes, shoot sticky nerf darts all around and pick the books the darts stick to. James writes, close your eyes and point to a random volume. Paul says, I go by font style exclusively and I only buy books that use comics saw MS. So that's a font, right? Vortex 5 writes, at random, in the romance section. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joseph writes, blindfolded and judged by the size and weight. There's a bunch of cool ones here. Mark Gunning writes, rip out a page from each book you plan to take home, then make your choice at home and return for the return for the book. Works for me. Yeah, that's right, Mark. Actually, Mark. Mark's actually um, an author, and he's got a book. On Amazon dot com and dot ca, he's also a primary teacher, but and he's from Ontario. He's got a relatively big account on Twitter at M Gunning Author, and he's got a couple books called "I Told You So" by Mark Gunning, and his latest book is the awesomest book of fun, and that's also on um, that's also on Twitter, on uh, Amazon. I should say sorry. So yeah. So, uh, Random uh, name drop in here. Check out Mark Gunning on Twitter. And that's how we're going to finish the Wrong Answers Only tweet. Not too shabby. We're almost. Episode 50. For Season 1 of the Mr. Mike Podcast, Wrong Answers Only. We had Mr. D come on around Episode 4. And we did a little interview with him to test run. And then he liked it. Other people liked it. So we're like, why don't you come on? And then, you know, the rest was history. Then some solo episodes in between there. We talked about a range of topics, you know, from paranormal to sports to politics to everything going on. So we're going to continue that trend. And again, we're going to, you know, book some interviews and get some people in here to talk about what they do, their passions, their jobs. Different things like that, and uh, get some stories out there for season two. Yep, that's how it's going to go. Today, we're going to talk about fears, phobias, things that plague people, you know, of all ages, and some of the most common ones. And I, I don't know, probably go over some of mine. Well, the 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 first one really is from a young age. My my biggest fear was uh, spiders. Spiders, uh I, I couldn't handle it. I had a uh, arachnophobia, right? But as I got older it kinda it kinda disappeared. But as a child I was petrified. I remember sitting in the living room with a book called uh I think the book was called That Dog. And in a long story short, I think that dog in the story dies and the boy gets another dog and so I'm sitting on the I'm sitting in the living room on my couch and I was young and I'm reading this book and we're getting ready to go to school for the bus. It was early in the morning and a spider came down from the top and with this spider web like dangled all the way down, it fell on my face. It was huge. And I went one way, the book went the other way and I don't know where the spider went. And I remember hitting myself, trying to get rid of the spider. I don't even know where it went. And I hit myself so hard. I was so, after that, I remember being petrified of spiders and took a long time to get over. But uh, now I'm okay, you know, I guess I'm lucky I don't live in places like Australia where the spiders are huge. Or they have like wolf spiders, those giant ones, so yeah, that that was one of my childhood ones. We'll get to get to some of my other ones later, okay, so let's see what what's probably one of the most common ones and i I'm going to say not from experience, but from talking to people and 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 seeing people grow old and things i I think growing old, the fear of growing old is is particularly predominant in people, especially as especially I don't want to say Italian men, because they're growing up around Italians, but Italian men don't like the thought of growing old and getting closer to, you know, their their age of, well, you don't know when you're going to die, but death, right? So, that's it's quite a, I don't know, it's quite a, I, I, it's also, it's a fear, but it's it's just, for some people, like, they're in denial about it, but it is a fear, fear of growing old, fear of not, being able to provide for your family and safety and and get food and help around and be useful and and things like that. There are some other interesting ones that are not really... I have one here that says, I I wrote notes, fear of going crazy. I know from speaking to certain people in my life that fear of uh, losing their mind is more the term they want to use, the fear of losing their mind or fear of, um, of developing Alzheimer's and not losing who you are and, and going through that. Uh quite a few people. I know that have a fear of that. Um, you know, my grandmother had Alzheimer's, so I kind of grew up uh, with her living with us and, and, and seeing the stuff that she went through and did. And it is kind of scary. So I, I know some people that wish that, do not wish that upon anybody, right? Um, another fear would be jur, ger- like somebody who's a germaphobe, germophobia, fear of just like bacteria, or just dirt and things around, and they're afraid they're going to get sick, or they're oh my god, I have to get it off of me, and they're constantly, constantly washing themselves and cleaning the house, and uh, and maybe wearing gloves and um, you know uh, different things like that. Like that's not the that's not the confuse. People who are uh, who have like an OCD, who are compulsive disorder about cleaning, right? That this is the actual fear of stuff, right? You know, I mentioned that I was afraid of spiders. There's other people who are afraid of like mice, snakes, uh, dogs, cats. There's other people who are petrified of mirrors when you look in. I don't know, never met anybody with that fear, but there is there is a fear out there. I don't. I don't know whether the common point would be for those things like that. Maybe there's some kind of underdevelopment in, their, in how their imagination works, or overdevelopment, and people are just they they visualize it very well, and and it it really plagues their emotions with like these images, right? So it's not it's not something logical, but it's something like kind of like a raw emotion that they uh, that yeah, hits them, right? Imagine people who are petrified of like other things you know like not just spiders but cockroaches and you know ghosts ghosts and demons and being alone in the dark people i know a lot of people who are scared of the dark not maybe not petrified or have a fear of but just generally uncomfortable with the dark i like the dark i always keep the lights off you know to walk around in the dark no problem oh and another one is uh like interacting with other people, like there's some people with fear of uh, public speaking or being social or being in large groups. I don't have that, but I don't like being in large groups of people. I just don't like it anymore. I, I and not because of the pandemic. I just I very much dislike it. I just rather be alone or be with a couple of people, you know. But there are some people that get really obsessed or uh, anxious about it, and it turns into a phobia, and they're so scared. I've had friends that have, you know, locked themselves in a, uh, up for like a year and just, uh, was a, a phobia facing the, uh, of the, uh, phobia facing the world and things like that. So there, there, there's, there's different ones out there. I mean, you'd be surprised. There's also fear of death. I kind of mentioned about the, uh, the Italian men thing there. People don't want to accept the fact that we're going to die one day. So it's harder when you feel closer to it. Similar ones, I guess, would be like fear of heights. Now, like, heights are uncomfortable for some people. Like, I have, I'm not a, I'm not a afraid of heights. I've gone on ladders, I've gone on roofs, I go on tall places. Because of my concussions, uh, I get a little bit dizzy sometimes. When I go up high somewhere, I have to be careful not to get dizzy and spin and fall over. So I don't have a fear of heights. I just get a sound comfortable sometimes with that. Uh, other people have like fear of enclosed spaces, um, you know, fear of, uh, like petrified of seeing blood, or they pass out, things like that. Fear of dead bodies, um, fear of loneliness, right? There's a lot of people who fear being alone, and I think I think I think a lot of women too. A lot of women are are generally more social than, or need to be more social than men. I should say, so maybe there's a fear of loneliness um, for some people right like a phobia almost there's all kinds of them like there's some and there's some of the fears for people just they keep them from uh living their lives or living their lives to the fullest it, it gets um can get in the way of things right you can get away the way of friendships uh you get away the way of like your family you can get in the way of your your job your career you know and maybe these things develop over time you know, there's people who fear failure. How many, how many times you f- you, you you avoid doing something because you want to go do a test or you want to get your driver's license or you want to like. There's a lot of people that fear challenges. If you're doing things, they're afraid. afraid, to 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 just to fail and, and and not achieve. So that that's hard. But what you, if you can overcome that and just understand that literally our entire lives is about failing. You know, then you'll be okay. But it can, it can plague people, right? There's a uh, fear of success. I, I've never met anybody that have a fear of success. I don't know if any of you have met anybody that has a fear of success or, you know, sabotage their own success type of thing. Public speaking, I'd mentioned, uh, there's people who are fear of rejection or, you know, they don't want to hear no and they procrastinate and not just, not enough fear of rejection with, um, Relationships, but it's in general, like just like, uh, you know, applying to a job or uh, submitting, uh, you know, submitting a request for something. Fear of making the wrong decisions ties into that, where people are like, Did I make a good decision? I don't want to make a decision. They're really indecisive, and they're, no, 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 you make the decision for me. Others, uh, uh, have a fear of people's opinions, so their behavior works around that. Like, I don't, know, I wonder what their person's saying or what they're saying about me, and I gotta be careful of what I do and what I, and then, like, I feel bad for people that fear fear what other people think about them because it really doesn't matter what other people think about you. Fear of responsibility. I know, I know lots of people <laughs> who are just irresponsible, and I don't know if that's fear of responsibility. It's, but, you know, apparently that's a thing. And then if you go into the relationship thing, there's a lot of people who have, uh, Fear of commitment. I don't have the percentages on these. I'm just, I'm just generalizing talking about this stuff, but it'd be interesting to see the percentages on, 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 on and if you can find percentages on this, maybe I'll, I'll do that on a later time, but, uh, fear of commitment. There's people, there's guys. You often know, hear women say there's men with fear of commitments and stuff. And, uh, there's a bunch of others, but I, I thought that was interesting. Uh, and then thinking about myself, as an adult, like, yeah, as, as kids, spiders. Okay. As an adult, well, before becoming an adult, as a teenager until my twenties, fear of failure. That was a big thing. So I avoided doing some things because of that. And then you got to work on yourself. And I got, I got over that. Like, I don't, I really don't care. I failed so, I so many things. Now I just do things actually just to see how many things I could fail at and just, or not succeed necessarily, like at an elite level or whatever. So now, now I now I don't I don't really care about that. So, but I, I that kinda of plagued me for, for a number of years. And what else? So now I think I think the number one thing that bothers me, I would say fear of the future. Not my future, but our collective future with everything going on. So that, that what keeps me up and night. it really does. That's the story there. So there you go. There's a there's a solo episode from Mr. Mike on the wrong answers only. Mr. Mike Podcast. I'm staring at a picture of a pug right now. It's actually pretty funny. I want to make myself laugh.
2: Hello, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in on Mr. Mike's podcast, Wrong Answers Only, short clip edition. And this week, I have some more fun facts for you. So let's get started. Number one. The Spanish national anthem has no words. Macha Real, which is one of only four other countries... That have no lyrics in their national anthem. The other countries of San Marino, Kosovo, and Bosnia-Herzegovina have no lyrics in their national anthem. Number two, did you know our blood is actually blue? I'm sure a lot of you are scratching your head or you think this is full of BS. Not only is it blue, it turns red only the moment it touches oxygen. I'm sure you've heard of the expression, he's a blue blood. I guess you're supposed to be a pure blood. Blue used to always signify that it was pure. So it actually does make sense that the second your blood turns red, it comes from the touch of oxidization. Number three, Queen Elizabeth II is actually a trained mechanic. I'm sure she would never get her hands dirty uh, to go underneath a car and fix your wheel alignment or even your gas tank but apparently she can repair tires and engines. Good to know. I have no comment but you guys can think whatever you want of that. Number four. The Eiffel Tower can actually grow 15 centimeters in the summer due to the iron heating up which expands the metal of that structure so it could contract and it could expand. Interesting fact. Number five. You have heard the debate that one tomato is a fruit and it's not a vegetable. But did you know that an avocado is also seen as a fruit? Yes, it's considered a berry. So out of strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, gooseberries, they're all sweet. The one berry that is not sweet is an avocado. It's also healthy for you and it's more filling and it's also not as acidic as the other berries. And number six goats have a rectangular shaped pupil in their eyes. Unlike other animals if you take a close hard look at their pupils it starts from one end to the other so it's very rectangular. If you think about it it has the opposite pupil of say an alligator or even a cat. Just a bit of a side note. Number seven the cashew nut Or cashew nuts are actually a fruit. The nut that we eat comes from the bottom of the fruit. So anyone who says oh I ate a cashew fruit they're not lying to you. It's an actual fruit. We're eating the nut of the fruit. And finally number eight glaciers and ice sheets hold up to 70% of the world's fresh water. Now I'm no businessman but I just thought of something. If you could go to Antarctica or even the Arctic summit of the world, if you had the technology or even the equipment, wouldn't it be a great idea just to maybe heat all that up and put into huge buckets and sell it to people, such as Arctic water or Antarctic water? I'm sure people would spend money on it. I don't know if it would last for hundreds of years because I... Pretty sure everybody knows that our sea levels have been rising, but I just thought that was maybe a good business idea. With that said, that is the end of Mr. D's Encyclopedia of Useless Information. And please, join us next time on Mr. Mike's podcast, Wrong Answers Only, where me, Mr. D, and Mr. Mike always have great conversations about different topics and hopefully, it's something that you'll find very interesting and very insightful, motivating, uplifting, and different points of view. Take care, God bless, and see you soon. Bye bye.
0: Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Catch us on social medias Twitter, Mr. Mike MTL, Wrong Answers MTL, Instagram, the same thing, YouTube, some older episodes are on YouTube. Check us out on any podcasting platform. Share with your friends and family and your colleagues. Word of mouth is the best way to go. And uh, again, putting it out there if anybody's interested in being interviewed on the Mr. Mike podcast. Wrong answers only. Uh, send me a DM on Twitter. And I'll hook you up with a waiver form and things like that. And we can discuss. I'm looking for people with good backstories, interesting professions, projects, arts links social medias teachers streamers principals artists anything you name it if you're a good person and got something to tell we'll have a good chat we'll record it and we'll get it up there for season two thank you everybody for tuning in and i'll see you next time